0: Good morning. How's everyone doing today? Excellent, excellent. I'd like to welcome everybody to Christ the Cornerstone Church this morning and welcome all those who are watching online. Um, if you're new here, you don't know who I am. And if you've been here a long time, you you still don't know who I am. Um, my name is Elias Herrera. I'm actually filling in for Pastor Bill today. Um, Bill's actually away racing right now. He's running a race. Um, for this one time, he's not spiritually running a race, even though he does do that. He's quite physically running a race, so we just want to wish him well. And we're just so happy that he gets to go, amen, and do that. God has placed that on his heart to do, so we're just... Is he done, or is he still doing that? Is he still doing it? He's still going. Good for him. Um, so again, like I said, my name is Elias. I actually worship at another church, but I'm so happy to be here with you. I've got no motive or agenda. I'm just here to worship with you guys. Is that okay? Stand on your feet and worship with us this morning. Amen.
1: The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't breathe. Because the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. My God will never fail. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle
2: belongs. The battle
1: belongs
2: to you, Lord. Yeah.
1: We worship Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. Every war He wages, He will win. I'm not backing down from any giants. I know how the story is. Yes, I know how the story is. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory for the battle.
2: If for good you turn.
3: Praise the Lord, everybody. Do you feel the victory, brothers and sisters? Do you feel victorious today? Hallelujah. Let's give a praise, a great praise to our Lord today who gives us the victory, Paul says. You know, Satan didn't want us to be here today. He didn't want you to even get out of bed today. If he had his way about it, you'd still be in that bed. But he got you up through his Holy Spirit. There's no way in the world we could just stay in the bed. There's no way in the way, way in the world the people at home could not turn on the Internet and listen to this broadcast. Because God's got good news for us today, that we are the victor. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. A thousand hallelujahs. Thank you, Jesus. Brothers and sisters, we're going to go to Psalm 46. We're going to start at verse 8 and take it to the end of that psalm. Great words here. Very encouraging. The writer says, Come see the glorious works of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the world. He causes war to end throughout the earth. Thank you, Lord. End the war in Ukraine, God. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still, he says, and know that I am God. Brothers and sisters, have you stopped for just a minute and just contemplated God, that he is, and that he will take care of you, no matter what we're going through. He says, I will be honored, excuse me, I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. The Lord of Heaven's army is here amongst us, right here. His angels are here. The God of Israel is our
4: fortress.
3: God is our refuge. He is our strength. He is a very present help in times of trouble, brothers and sisters. That's the first verse of Psalm 46. Wonderful scripture, amen. A wonderful promise from God to encourage us in days like this, especially. Let's go before the Lord in prayer, brothers and sisters. Let's open up our hearts and tell Him what's there. He said, cast all your cares upon me. Why? Because I care for you. Aren't Archie Lady cares. Dear Heavenly Father, O oh Lord, we humble ourselves and come before you, O God. You, the author of life, the creator of the heavens, the earth, and all that dwells therein. We humble ourselves, dear God, in your presence. We pay homage to you. We praise you. We worship you. For you alone are worthy of this praise. We thank you, dear God, that you love us. That there is something somewhere in us that you find beautiful. The angels ask, what is man that God is so aware of them? Why does he love them the way he does? Lord, it's enough for us that you do. We just want to say thank you. We love you, Lord. If there's a people anywhere that adore you, we are those people. And we just want to give you honor and glory in every thought, word, and deed. And may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in thy sight, dear God. For thou, Lord, art our strength. Thou, Lord, art our redeemer. Heavenly Father, we ask that you bless this service and all that are participating in it to give glory unto you and to strengthen your people, to edify them today by our service. We ask, dear God, that you will bless the staff of this church, the congregation especially. Where would we be without them? The pastors, oh, and the many volunteers who give out of their heart, Lord. We thank you so much. We couldn't do this without them. Lord, we ask today that you will just bless all your churches worldwide and those who don't know you as Lord and Savior, dear God. Send somebody to touch their heart with your precious word, Lord. Fill them with the Holy Spirit, for without the Holy Spirit, it can't be done. And Father, we'll be so sure to give you all the honor and all the glory. And we pray this in the mightiest name of all, the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is his name we pray. Amen. And amen. You may be seated, brothers and sisters. God bless you. Thank you. All glory to God.
4: Hey, everyone. My name is Lynn. Welcome to CTC, and thanks for spending a part of your weekend with us. We have a lot going on at our campuses, so we'd like to take a few minutes and let you know about some of those. Sports is a great opportunity to build community and be active. CTT has a men's softball team that is getting ready for another season. You must be 15 or older and we ask that you attend a minimum of three services per month, virtually or in person. Practices will begin in April and games begin the week of May 9th and they play two times each week. If you're interested in getting involved, contact Jason Van Allen at cstonesoftball at gmail.com or 302-545-9742. You can also visit our website. Adore of Hope offers free help to women who are in crisis pregnancy situations. They provide high standards of care and compassion for every woman who seeks help at their centers. They also provide medical services under the direction and supervision of a licensed physician. For many years, our church has participated in the Baby Bottle Benefit Campaign. This year we made a donation to Door of Hope in the amount of $300. That amount of money is able to provide one year of pregnancy tests. You can stop by our Welcome Center and pick up a brochure or you can visit adorofhope.org to find out more. We wanted to say thank you to everyone who made Easter weekend a wonderful time together. Our Easter extravaganza on Saturday was one of the highlights. We hosted several hundred people from our community as we gave away food, candy, prizes, and shared the story of Jesus' resurrection with so many. Thanks to April and her team for making the day an amazing experience. Thanks for being here today. Our prayer is that you leave feeling encouraged and closer to God. Please let us know if there's anything you need while you're here. You can find more information about all the events happening at our church, by going to ctcde.church. church, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram to stay up to date. Have a great week!
5: I love hearing the announcements each week. Do you? Good morning and welcome. If you look at your table, that's one of the first words you see. Welcome, welcome. because it's important that we all feel at home in God's house. Amen? Amen. Amen. So toward that end, as you look on your table and you see the welcome card, that's just part of the story. On the back of the welcome card, you see a connect card. The connect card gives us an opportunity to know who's here. But more importantly, the connect card gives us the opportunity to write down praise reports and or prayer requests. I hope, truly hope that each person writes down at least one praise report or and prayer request. The reason being is that we meet throughout the week to pray over ah. your concerns, to lift your cares up to the Lord. Because the Bible, as Pastor Vaughn says, if we cast our cares upon Mm -hmm. him, we know that he cares for us. That he hears our prayers and he inclines his ear toward us. Mm -hmm. Also, if you're online, there is a connect tab. We ask that you click the connect tab and you have the opportunity online to do the same thing that we're doing, that the people in the room, our brothers and sisters are doing in the room. Also, if this is your first time here or you've never stopped by the Welcome Center or you haven't stopped by the Welcome Center in some time, as you exit the celebration room to your left, you'll find the Welcome Center. We have a ton of resources in there for you to take for yourself or maybe you would like to share a resource with a friend. If you're online, um, click the New Here tab, and Pastor Vaughn's Family Care Ministry will reach out to you during the week.
6: Hey, great. Welcome, everybody. Great to see all of you here today. Welcome online. Glad that you're here with us. You know, this is the Sunday after Easter, and the tradition is to call it Low Sunday, because often there's low attendance in churches on two Sundays a year. The Sunday after Easter, and then you can guess the next one, Sunday after Christmas. And uh, But you are here today, and we're here to celebrate what our Lord has done for us, and I'm so glad that you chose to be with us this morning. As we look uh, and talk about our stewardship this morning, we have principles that we want to encourage and want to follow. As These are acts of faith that we do. And so uh, we have principle number seven this morning. And uh, let's read this together. We give with a sense of loyalty in support of fellow believers. And here's a scripture that goes along with this. If you'd read this with me too, please. We know what real love is. Because Jesus gave up his life for us, so we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need, but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? So powerful scriptures guiding us, so we ask you simply to give generously of of who you are, the time you have, the, the, the abilities that you have, the resources that God has provided us. God loves a cheerful giver. And you've got an offering envelope here to, to make a contribution to God's work through Christ the Cornerstone, as well as online There's a way for you to give also. You know, we talked about giving loyalty to those who need help. And uh, this Friday, I've been talking about this now and then, the bike ride that I'm going to take. And on your tables... Uh, are these little cards that shows you who the, the team is, uh, who will be writing, uh, for others on your behalf. So, uh, it's got me and Jonathan and Tim Slagle. And, uh, please, please pray for us. It kind of gives you where we're going and what we'll be, uh, what we're going on each day. I would love to hear from you, uh, a little prayer each morning or if during the day you think about, hey, well, how's Pastor Roger doing? You can just scan the little QR code at the bottom of this thing with your smartphone and it'll open up a text message that you can send directly to me and just let us know, hey, we're praying for you. But also, if you've never sent me, a, if you don't have my uh, m- my private text number, well, there it is right there. And uh, make sure to put your name on it so I can see whose uh, whose number uh, put a face and a name with the number that you've got there. On the back side of that, we are writing in order to help people in South America hear the good news of Jesus Christ. And because of your generosity, this is part of giving loyalty to other brothers and sisters. We've uh, have, we have been able to give $3,000 to Inca Link uh, uh, because of your generosity to us and, and the, what three are doing. So we'll be praying for, the, for children. In South America, thank you, and uh, um, doing doing all of that. Finally, as we're talking about uh, the, going through the book of Ephesians, I'm going to ask uh, Jason Van Allen if, if he would come and stand. Fran, if you want to, you want to go sit down. We'll replace. Nobody can replace Fran, but uh, I'm going to ask Jason Jason to come up here. Jason is the captain of our the, of, of our a um, uh, softball team. Thank you. And uh, there, you've heard our announcements, and uh, it's a, it's a good thing. I got some questions for you, Jason. These are jokes, so don't feel like don't don't feel under pressure. But but the, the the softball team, the men's softball team, is is one of the many small groups that we have in our church. This particular small group gets together to practice and to play softball. They're in a they're in a church league that they that they play with. Did you know? Can you name the four places in the Bible where it mentions baseball? (laughs) Well, the first one's kind of easy. Genesis 1-1, it says, in the big inning, God created the heavens and the earth. Right, right, not bad. So so Pastor Bill got that one last night. And then uh, the second one is Genesis, again in Genesis 24, uh, verse 45, Rebecca carried a pitcher. On her shoulder to the well. Okay, and then again in Samuel 17:49, David struck out Goliath. <laughs> and finally, Luke chapter 15, the prodigal son made a home run. All right. Think about that. Yeah, I'll allow it. Anyway, you you'll, you'll allow it. So, Jason, how fun how fun is the guys' softball team? Uh, it's,
2: Tell me something, what, what you want awesome, us to know. But been going on for,
5: since this church has been in existence,
6: uh, I've been on the team for 20 years, this has been my 21st year playing on the team, uh, we have people that are 66 years old all the way down to 15, so uh, it's an awesome league, it's an awesome team, uh, it's, it's awesome, and if you want to come out, uh, the only payment that you have to make is for a jersey, and that's about $20, and if you can't make that payment, then you can come talk to me and we'll figure it out. So our team is called the Stones. It is a little long to have Christ the Cornerstone on the front. Thank you, Jason. Uh, so if you're involved in that, uh, please join it. If you're interested in that, uh, you can email Jason at cstones at something dot com. We had it up there. Seastone softball at gmail dot com. Thank you. Well, let's continue worshiping our Lord this morning. I invite you to stand if you're here in the room with us as we sing. And the team will come back and uh, we'll, uh, we'll praise the Lord. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we again thank you for being present with us today. Continue to send your Holy Spirit upon us as we sing praises to you, as we listen to you. Lord, we're here not just to look good in our Sunday outfit. We're here because we need you, God. We're here because we need each other and we need to be filled up with your holy presence, your Holy Spirit. So thank you for the praise team and come and communicate your love, your, 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 your purpose uh, in what we're doing today. Come, Jesus, be present with us in these moments. We ask this in your holy name. Amen.
0: time Coming out of that song and praying to the Lord last night, He put a verse in my heart. And I'd like to share that with you this morning. And it's found in John chapter 1, verse 12. And it says, Yet to all who did receive Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. Children of God. And that is so precious right there. He didn't ask about our past, He didn't ask about our social status. There is no agenda at all. He accepted us, and he gave us the right to be called children of God. And that just touches me because I don't know if I'm the only one with some dark past. I don't know if I'm the only one who needs grace. I don't know if I'm the only one who is so excited to be a child of God because I know where I came from. And so I just thank God this morning for who he is. His love endures forever. So, Father, we give you praise and worship this morning. We thank you for who you call us, Lord. We thank you because it doesn't matter what the world says about us. It doesn't matter what other people say about us. You call us children of God. So we thank you for that. We thank you for who you call us to be. And, Lord, as we go into this next song, we just want to sing about who you are and give you praise and worship. Amen? And the church said amen. Praise God.
5: Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Right now, just right where you are, close your eyes. And think about every mountain that God has taken you over. Think about every valley that he's brought you through. Think about how you can lift your eyes to the hills knowing that the God of our salvation covers you and that you don't look like what you've been through. That is because we serve a risen Savior. We serve a God who gives us the ability to look back last week to Easter, to the resurrection, and thank Him and look forward with hope, knowing that God through every situation, has us. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. After we say this prayer, we're going to give our babies to our beloved sister April, who's going to take them and love them and care for them and share the word of Jesus in language they understand. She'll meet them back there by the exit sign. So can we please um, bow our heads as we prepare for the message. Lord, we can look high and you are there. We can search low and you are there. You love us through every situation and you always, always make a way for us. We thank you for that, Father. We thank you, Lord, for equipping the angel of our church, the man of God, who has a message from you. So we say, thank you, Lord, that it's preaching time. Open our eyes. Open our heart. Let the word fall on fertile soil. Father God, we know that you have more than the capacity to make it grow within us. And when we leave from this place, let us leave changed Let us leave running into the world, being your hands and your feet, saying to others, how great a God you are. You help us to cast down imaginations. You help us to break strongholds, Father. We can't thank you enough for that. And we ask, Lord, that just like rivers of rain, that your Holy Spirit fall anew on our pastor, Father God anoint him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet thank you lord for giving the word for him to clothe himself in bless him lord bless us lord we ask in the mighty magic wonderful wondrous awesome amazing name of jesus amen you may be seated
6: Life, it can be hard, but we were never meant to run this race alone. We were made for community, each one fulfilling their calling so that others can learn and become mature. Then, as Ephesians 4.14 tells us, we will no longer be blown about by every wind of teaching. Unity comes when we find, when you find, the place where you belong. You belong here. You belong with Jesus. You were created to be with our Heavenly Father, with our Creator. And uh, I think the fact that all of you are here today, that you're online today kind of tells me that you're a little bit aware of that, <laughs> that you have a place to belong. Well, we're going to uh, continue to talk about that as we go through this uh, book of Ephesians. If there are any children um, up through fourth grade that are, that are left in the room, uh, you know, a friend said, let our babies go. I didn't want there to be any confusion that that that, that, that means ages four, births up to fourth grade, whatever. Fifth grade, I don't know, whatever. So if there are children left, uh, you have an opportunity to leave and go with Miss April. I think most of them have left to, as friends said, a, me- a a message they can understand in a language they can understand. I don't know what language I'm speaking right now, but I hope I hope you all can understand it. Uh, anyway, God is good. I want to thank Elias, who was here uh, on on the guitar for leading us in worship today. Uh, did, did anybody tell you where Pastor Bill is? Did you? Okay. All right. I would not I would not What? He was running. He, he was running away. <laughs> he may be done by now. Hopefully he is. So let's pray for Pastor Bill for a moment. Lord, we, we thank you for Pastor Bill and the ministry that he has with us and that he, he loves running so much that he decides he wants to run a half a marathon. Thank you, Jesus, for that. And uh, we just ask you to restore his body right now. And thank you for the for the uh, training that he's done and the passion that he has, and uh, bring him back to us uh, so he can continue to share your love, uh, your word through to us through song, and through everything that he does. We pray, God, for Elias. We thank you for him. We pray for his his young family, and uh, and that he's a new parents. And Lord, we just thank you for him and his ministry. Uh, Lord, he, we're going to share him with the church that he's normally with, but. Uh, we thank you for him being with us today, Lord bless these in jesus' name. we pray amen Fran in her prayer asked uh, for the Holy Spirit to to bless me as I bring the message to you and I, and I, and I just you know we all receive god 's blessing in that and and you are a blessing. you are part of that blessing online you 're part of that blessing and i 'm so grateful to be part of this congregation, part of this church, part of this body of Christ. And I humbly uh, offer these words that really come from Scripture. They're not mine, but uh, boy, do we all pray. Uh, Father Phil, (laughs) this is not my message. This is what God gives to us, and it's a humbling experience. So I just hope that you you let God speak to you, uh, not Roger, but let God speak to you through these things. Let's go to the book of Ephesians uh, chapter one. I encourage you to follow along with the Bibles that are on the seats or maybe you brought your own Bible or you have your own Bible app on your device. Uh, Maybe you're at home. You got a Bible Ephesians. uh, We're still in Ephesians chapter one and it wants to look at verses nine through 14 today. And the Bibles that we have here in the room, it's page 977 uh, in these Bibles. And you can just kind of open up there. We're going to Kind of, kind of wade slowly through these verses. There is so much rich teaching in these verses. It's kind of like sitting at a, at a buffet. What is it? Shady Maple Farm up in Lancaster? That um, I've never been there. And, and I hear about it. I got some thumbs up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a big fan of buffets because you pay for everything, but you can't eat everything. At least not, we can't, not and not be healthy. Well, all right, maybe so and so. But uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, this is a buffet. This scripture is a buffet full of truth and stuff that we can chew on for a long time. But we're going to have to just dabble in a couple things today and enjoy those morsels that we get out of it. So let's read this beginning with verse 9, chapter 1 of Ephesians, page 970. Seven in your Bible. Verse 9 begins, God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. And here is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. Everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God because he chose us, he chose us in advance. And he makes everything work out according to his plan. God's plan will be done in this world. We don't know when. We can't exactly see how. And we don't understand. We see all the things that are happening in the world in a big picture. We see, and there are times in our lives when, when things are so bad in our lives, or so difficult, or so stressful in our lives, that we can't see anything outside of our own little life box. But God is still there. And God is working on His plan and He will bring all things under the authority of Jesus Christ. Let's continue with verse 12. God's purpose was that we Jews, who were the first ones to trust in Christ, would bring praise and glory to God. So God's people, God's plan is for God's people to come back to Him and give praise and glory to God. In other words, they are going to give a testimony to who Jesus is and what Jesus does in our lives. Do you ever see anybody get happy? You can see it, right? My child was born. Elias says a month ago with his little baby. Daniel and Chrissy carry around their little baby. We have a new child, and we're happy to have him. You can see it on their faces. You watch Daniel proudly hold his son Nolan. And I'm envious. And I remember the days when my children were little peanuts like that. And you just hold them and you adore them, giving thanks to God. Parents reveal the glory of God because they hold their children so adoringly. God wants us and those of His family to just worship Him and adore Him. And it becomes a beautiful testimony to the rest of the world. Who is this one that you sing songs about? Who is this one that you bow down and pray? Who is this one that you come to and you lay before Him all your burdens and you feel this, this release, this, this, this grief goes away, the stress goes away because you know that what Jesus has called you to do is easier than what you have decided to do yourself. His burden is light. And He calls us to lay our burdens at His feet. How does Jesus do this? Got stuck at chapter twelve or verse 12. So we're here to bring praise and glory to God. He came to the Jews first. And the plan was that the Jew, God's people, the children of Abraham, would give praise to God. And verse 13 says, And now you Gentiles have also... Heard the truth. The good news. That God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit whom he promised long ago. Again, it says God chose you in advance To be part of His family. God chose in advance to give you His Holy Spirit so that you would know you are part of God's family. That your sins are forgiven. That you have hope of everlasting life. That was God's plan from the beginning. He identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit he promised long ago. Verse 14, the Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so that we all would praise and glorify him. What's what's your purpose in life? You are, you are a human being. You are created to praise and glorify God. You ever look at a flower and, and, and realize, who made that? God is so wonderful. All of creation proclaims His glory. Many of you have probably been to the Grand Canyon. I have not. Gwen has, Vaughn has, Maria has. They stood at the edge of it and they looked out at God's creation and they said, praise the Lord. And again, we look at our children, how complex and wonderfully we are made in our mother's wombs. All for the glory of God. The purpose of your life is to give glory to God. Well, I don't want to do that. Okay, then don't do that. It's your choice. But I'm just telling you, your life is not fulfilled. Your life is not whole. Your life is not complete until you come back to the family of God and you place yourself under the authority of Christ and therefore give glory to God our Heavenly Father who created you to begin with and there are lots of things that you can do as part of the gifting that God has given to you that fulfill you in the purpose that God has for you. So you're a banker, so you do finances and you help other people do finances for the glory of God. And you work at Bank of America for the glory of God. You you're you're a you're a Janitor in Christiana Hospital for the glory of God. And you understand that that sweeping this dust out of this corner helps clean so that somebody can be healed and experience the glory of God. God has created you and your purpose, whatever skills you have, whatever passions you have, whatever gifts God has given to you, are for the glory of God. And until those things get put under the authority of Christ, they will remain incomplete and unfulfilled. I know those are strong words, but it is true. got off course. But we've been been nibbling at the truths in this passage. The mystery, three things that I want to make sure that we get from this, although we've had, uh, you know, I'm full. (laughs) But I'm going to to stop there, it's too early. Mystery. In the New Testament, this word mystery, in our world we understand mystery to be something that we do not and cannot understand theologically speaking, when i when, when people come to me with a, a deep question and they ask me, why does God allow this? I, I, I give some rational answers I might give some biblical answers and we might debate about this. This person says this about scripture. This person says this about scripture. And then I get tired of, of arguing about it and I can't really answer because because there comes a point when when it really is just in that thing. So that's what I call the mystery button. And in the conversation, I push the mystery button and we kind of say, well, it's all in God's hands and he'll figure it out. But we can't use that too often. There indeed are some things. But this verse, is t- the, the, the way that the word mystery is used in the New Testament is almost the opposite of the way we think it is used. And what this Use of the word mystery in the original language, it doesn't mean it is hidden, it is covered over. It means that it has been revealed to us so that it is no longer a mystery to us. And we may not intellectually be able to understand all that Christ does in our lives, but we can still experience everything that Christ has to offer us in our lives. And can I explain it? in logical English terms, because that's the language that I speak the best. No, my mind is not big enough to explain all the mysteries of God. But, what this Scripture is telling us, and let's go back to the fourth word in verse 9, it says, God has now revealed (laughs) what used to be Unknown to us his plan. How did he do that? He did it in Jesus Christ. And so the the scripture is telling us, Paul is telling us in the scripture, Jesus Christ is the one who reveals to us these greater things about God. Let's imagine I have a balloon balloon. And I, I've blown it up. Great big balloon. Oh, we had a four foot, a four foot balloon once. And I thought I had some extras, but I couldn't find them. Just pretend I was able to find that four foot balloon. Great big balloon. And I blew it up. You could tell that there was something inside that balloon. I had, I had put a treasure inside that balloon. But you can't see what the balloon is. Jesus is the one who comes and pops the balloon. To reveal for all of us what God has placed inside. Let's say it's chocolate coins just to have a little fun. Maybe it's kind of like a pinata. <laughs> and, 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 and in one sense, we know that there's something in this pinata and, and we're all waiting for that child to make that swing. But Jesus is not blindfolded when He comes to reveal us to God. Jesus purposefully and intentionally comes to reveal to us all the truths of God. Not so that we can wonder anymore, who is this God? How do I know this God? Jesus ushers us right into the presence of God through our faith in Him. So that we can know and experience All that God has for us. God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ. That at the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. Everything in heaven and on earth. Second word is this word united in Christ's family. And, and that we are chosen in advance, God planned long ago, and he planned a party for us. We had a, a memorial service yesterday uh, for, for uh, uh, a gentleman, and uh, I read the story of the prodigal son. You know, the one that I said earlier had hit a home run, or he made a home run? Yeah, the story of the prodigal son. And at the end of that son returning home, the translation that I was using said, The son came home. The father said, Get the fatted calf. He put a ring on his finger and shoes on his feet. And the father declared, Let the party begin. God has been planning for you and for me to be part of that eternal party. Since the beginning of time. Let's contrast these two ideas. Or these two, these two stories. A friend calls you and says, I'm going to take Darren because he's sitting up front and I can read his name tag. <laughs> I don't have to worry about forgetting. Darren knows I know his name. <laughs> but sometimes I... Somebody calls Darren up and says, Hey Darren, I want you to come over to my house. Why don't you come over on April 17th and we'll have a good party. I'm going to plant a feast for you. So come hungry. And it's all built up and every time Dan, or Darren sees that person, Hey Darren, you come on over. So finally, April 17th comes and Darren... Gets his family together. They get in the car. We're going to have a feast. We're going to go to our friend's house. It'll be a great time. The children are going to play together. It'll be a lot of fun. And he pulls into the driveway. And it's all dark. The front light is turned out. There's not a light in the house. The sun has already set. There's not a car in the driveway. Dan's like, well, that's odd. So Darren gets, says, Y'all stay in the car. I'm going to go knock. So Darren goes up, knocks on the door. Nobody comes to the door. Darren knocks again. Finally, ow. Finally, somebody slowly opens the door a crack because they'd already gone to bed. They open it up. Oh, hey, Darren. What do you want? Darren says, Oh, I'm sorry. I must have the wrong day. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought we had dinner plans tonight. Oh! Yeah, we did, Darren. I forgot. Darren says, Oh, okay. Okay. And the door closes. Darren quietly walks back to his car, announces to his family, Where do you want to go to eat? (laughs) Where do I go? McDonald's. All right, there's that scenario. And then on the other hand, here's this scenario. It's Friday night. Gwen calls up Jonathan. Gwen says, Jonathan are not you and Pat come over to the house tonight? You doing anything tonight? No, we're just sitting around eating leftovers. Well, put them away. Because I just want you to come over. Let's 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 spend some time together. Okay, we can do that. So when hangs up the phone, Jonathan and Pat get ready to come over. They get in the car, they drive over to Gwen and Vaughn's house, and they're half a mile away from Vaughn and Gwen's house and the 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 street is lined with cars on both sides and Jonathan says somebody's having a party and they get over to 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 Gwen and Vaughn's house and there's a there's one spot in the driveway that Jonathan sees he can pull into and and the front light is on all the lights around in the house the front looks beautiful beautifully manicured by Pastor Vaughn as he was directed very carefully by Gwen. <laughs> and, and he sweated over that lawn and he couldn't wait to get it finished. Oh, I don't want to, he's not in the room right now, so I don't want to think too much about him. <laughs> John the knocks on the door. Gwen opens it with a great big smile. Welcome, Jonathan. Come on in. And Jonathan and Pat walk into the house. And there are 57 people there. They're sitting on the couch. They're up the stairs. They're back in the kitchen. They're in the dining room. They're in the, in the other room. Some of them had to go downstairs. And everybody shouts at the same time, Surprise! And Jonathan says,
4: What is this all about?
6: Gwen says, Jonathan, We just like you. And we wanted to say to you that we're so glad God made you. Well, but it's not my birthday. We don't care. Let the party begin. How much time did Gwen and Vaughn plan to make that happen? Let me tell you again. God has planned in advance for you to be part of his family. Let The party begin. That 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 word let is critical because that means you have to do something. And if you can let the party begin, you can also stop the party. You have a choice. Will you let the party begin? God has planned in advance to unite Christ's family together. That we may receive an, an inheritance, and there's a sense in this this there, there, the word inheritance is used twice in this passage, one in the past tense as if we have already received it, and then it's used in the future or present tense that there is more to come and and the promise of the more to come is the guarantee. That he gives to us. When you, when you, there are only very few people in the world who can pay cash for a house. Most of us have to go through a long process through, through, through a bank or a lending company in order to guarantee that we can live in this house and call it ours. And we pay for that. And we sign, and we sign, and the lawyer says, now on this page, sign here, and on this page, sign here. We put our name on the line saying that we will make good on this promise to pay back this money. And I remember 2017 when we moved here, it was the first time I bought a home. All my other homes we were living in parsonages. And, and I sat there and I was insulted because the lawyer said at least... Ten times. You understand you have to pay back this money. (laughs) Who do you think I am? Of course I know I have to pay back this money. But then it dawned on me: how many people are out there borrowing money and taking loans that say they say, "I "I don't have to pay back this money. This is the bank's money. It's not mine. You gotta pay back the loan." I had to make a guarantee that I was good for the money. Is God good for the promise? What is God's down payment? How has God signed on the line? Jesus gave His blood for us. What more do you want? But there is more. Jesus, God, gives us His Holy Spirit. He gives us His Holy Spirit, His holy presence, His good presence, His perfect presence into my life and into your life through my trust in Jesus because I trust Jesus died on the cross to forgive my sins. So God, I proclaim that. I, 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 I commit myself to that and God gives me His Holy Spirit as a guarantee. That God will make good on the rest of the promise that He has for me. Do you have that guarantee in your life? Do you wonder, I'm not sure God has forgiven all my sins. Some of us can remember all of our sins. And they're, they're heinous. We can't believe we that we've done those things to those people. We can't believe that we cheated this person. I can't believe that I made that mistake. But there is no sin that God will not forgive. There is no sin that Jesus has not already died for. There is no sin that God will say, I forgive you. Or that God won't say, I forgive you. And He seals us. What is a seal? A seal. A seal, first of all, identifies us as part of something else. You send a letter, you put your seal on it. It says, this is from me. A seal also is a boundary that it keeps some stuff in and other stuff out. So the Holy Spirit seals us so that we're part of the family of God and it keeps out from our lives Evil, and it transforms us so that evil stays out of our lives. We must be filled with God's Holy Spirit in every part of our lives if we expect to have God's Holy presence affecting every part of our lives. Think of some of us, many of us, will remember the the tragic explosion, the accident of the space shuttle Challenger in 1986. Engineers discovered that what caused that was an O-ring seal that failed. And, and but the, 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 there was a hole that was created. Ow, oh, that hurt. There was a hole that was created. And, but quickly, aluminum oxide was created and it plugged up the hole. Uh, They say that there was just this little video that they were able to see this happening. And had that hole not gotten plugged, the Challenger would have exploded instantly at takeoff before it even left the ground. But the leak was there. Aluminum oxide plugged the leak, allowing the space shuttle to take off. And then 35 seconds into the flight, wind shears came across the flight path, jostled the shuttle, knocking loose that plug that had been created by the aluminum oxide that allowed fuel to escape that got ignited and caused the explosion. Jesus and the Holy Spirit seal us to both identify us with God's family, to protect us from other things, to empower us so that the power of God, like that solid rocket booster, the power got leaked out. To a place where it didn't belong. But the Holy Spirit seals God's power in us so that we can do what God wants us to do. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives, it is God's guarantee in our lives. Here's another seal. You remember the story of the Hebrew people coming out of wanting to get out of Egypt? They were enslaved in Egypt. What was the final plague? It was the death of the firstborn child. What was the symbol that protected the firstborn child? There was a seal above the door painted in the blood of the Lamb. (laughs)
2: Let
6: the blood of the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world be the seal over your life. Giving you the hope, the promise, the peace that ensures you of your eternal salvation, your identity as a child of God in this. Jesus' blood is the seal that brings us into the family of God and God guarantees His promise to us by giving us His Holy Spirit as that sealing down payment. So today as we As we pray, as we continue to worship, my invitation to you is reflect on your life. Are you sure that your sins are forgiven? Do you trust in Jesus Christ to that point? Are you aware that you can't even say Jesus is Lord without the Holy Spirit being with you? And are you opening yourself to, the, to, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to let God's power come into your life, every part of your life, to transform you so that you will become more and more like Christ every day? You can ask God today to forgive your sins. You can ask God today to, to help you. You can, you can may still remember your sins, but instead of dreading that your sins might keep you out of heaven and send you into hell, you can, your prayer will change from saying, Oh God, I, I I don't want to go there. I hope you forgive my sins. You can say, Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving my sins and have hope in all of that. And the other prayer that you can pray today is, Holy Spirit, I have neglected to allow you into every part of my life. Come, Jesus, seal me in your presence, seal me in your family, guard me, protect me, and teach me by giving me your Holy Spirit. Let's stand together as we're able, and and uh, let's enter a time of prayer if you want to come to the platform area here to to kneel to pray or if you want to meet somebody back at one of the prayer stations in the back corners uh well i have the candles lit somebody can light the candles so we can see where the prayer stations are but you're welcome to come and pray while we sing let's let's be in the presence of god still
0: purchasing our salvation on the cross. Thank you for enduring the cross, Lord, and calling us your children. Lord, we thank you for the word that has just been preached. Father, I pray that we could take it and apply it to our everyday lives, Lord. Lord, thank you for your Holy Spirit. Because of your Holy Spirit, we will never be the same. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We're going to continue to worship here. So the altar is open. Feel free to stay, feel free to sit down, feel free to stand. If you would like to leave, you can do that as well. Go with God, he goes with you. Have a great rest of your day. And those who watching online, there's someone there to pray for you as well. So go with God. He goes with you. Have a great week everybody.